You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Suna. Before we get into today's episode, here's a quick word from the future, which it turns out is right now. Because right now you can get the photos and videos your business needs while sitting on your couch, no matter where you are. You can grow your e-com store with Suna. Suna is the world's first virtual content studio. In 24 hours, you'll have the solution to your e-commerce sales. No expensive photo or video shoot, just you making money with the images people need to inspire them to buy. Get started today at Suna.co. Ah, the feeling of getting marked as spam. I think it's the three words marked as spam that every email marketer hates to see, right? But brands rely on email to grow their audience, right? You're trying to share updates, drive revenue, but if your messages don't make it to the inbox, all that hard work is wasted. It's especially stressful when you can't pinpoint exactly why your emails wind up in the spam folder. Was it a glitch? You know, did Gmail just screw it up? Are people flagging your emails as spam? Are you breaking the law? God forbid, no. But those are just a few factors that might impact email deliverability, right? And that's the whole idea here, if you're new to deliverability, it's just a term that refers to whether or not an email reaches someone's inbox. So no matter how much effort you're gonna put into things like subject lines, design, copywriting, your campaign doesn't have a chance to live up to the full potential if you don't lay the groundwork for email deliverability from the beginning. And it's not an exact science, right? But I wanna talk about a handful of things that you can do today that will absolutely help make sure you stay out of the spam box, so to speak. So I'm gonna talk about like what the issues are, some suggestions for how to fix those, et cetera. So first, I think it's important to understand the three general factors that influence email deliverability, right? I used influence, not guarantee. There's no guarantees. The first is sender reputation. Sender reputation. And that's a score that internet service providers, ISPs as as we call them, actually assign to you and your campaigns based on things like unsubscribes and spam complaints, right? It's almost like a credit score of sorts. Okay, so that's sender reputation. Next is identification. So email providers have protocols that are looking for spammers, right? And chances are you're not a spammer if you're listening to this show. You're just, you know, a founder of a brand trying to get the message out, right? Spammers are like people, you know, in different countries that are like sending phishing emails and trying to get your bank info. So there's things like SPF, right? Sender policy framework or domain keys, right? Like DKIM, uh, they're referred to in the industry. So um, they're looking at stuff like that. And then the last is email open rates, right? So if recipients are just consistently ignoring your emails, that might be factored into your reputation. So I wanna look at six specific mistakes that are gonna impact those three factors. One, you know, and this is the top thing, is that you're not using a custom sending domain, right? So by default, your email platform, and, and we do this at Privy, we offer a generic domain to start sending your emails quickly, right? If you're not a pro, 
Some people don't even know what a custom domain is or how to set it up, right? So the whole issue with that is that you're going to be sending from a generic domain, right? Like privymarketing.com. It's not your actual brand's domain yet. So just something to keep in mind and check it out. And, you know, when you're ready, you're going to want to like actually just get into it and, you know, Privy or, or anyone you're using offers uh, really easy to follow step-by-step instructions based on where your domain is hosted, right? And you can log in, you can tweak a few things, and then, you know, within a few minutes, we'll validate it and you'll be able to start sending email from yourdomain.com instead of the generic one. So that's going to be huge for reputation. The next thing is about cleaning your list. Every now and then this happens, right? You're listening to this podcast. I'm giving you tips for how to grow your your list faster than anywhere else, obviously. But this is natural part of email marketing. You're going to have inactive subscribers, right? So these are people who just delete your messages without opening them or never open them and archive them. You know, that's that's part of the game, right? Um, And so over time, we would recommend actually cleaning your list probably quarterly, maybe maybe twice a year. And it's just called, you know, list cleaning, right? Or list hygiene, you might might have heard about it. So I think the first thing that I would do is I'd remove, you know, let's say you're doing this twice a year, I'd remove subscribers that haven't opened an email in the last, call it four months, right? I would go through and I'd obviously like delete email addresses that are obviously fake or spelled incorrectly, like, instead of at gmail.com, G-M-A-I-R.com, at gmail.com, right? That's an obvious one. I'd also look through contacts that have actually marked your emails as spam or that have bounced, right? You're going to want to get rid of those. And then certainly any role-based email addresses like info at or support at or sales at, you know, those usually forward to groups of individuals and that kind of invalidates the unsubscribe function. So, that's not a good thing to be sending to addresses that look like that. I think people are nervous to clean their list because it means you're going to actually reduce the number of contacts you have. But that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Because you're you're going to be interacting. You're going to get better engagement with the subscribers you have. And, and over time, that's going to help your deliverability. Next, unsubscribe button. Make this easy. Make it clear. Do not hide this. Um, you know, the easier it is to unsubscribe, the better, right? And getting unsubscribes is not a bad thing. That's part of email marketing. So you want to make it easy for people to kind of unsubscribe from your list. And, you know, one of the things I see is like sometimes people are trying to game the system and instead of an unsubscribe link, they use a manage preferences link. I hate that. Uh, just, you know, let people know exactly what to do if they're no longer interested and make them you know, a click away from unsubscribing. No games on that. Personalization. This is a, a good one. I, th- I think, you know, there's no proof on this, but I, I do believe that if you're using merge tags, that's a great way to kind of show the inboxes that you are not just sending like huge blasts and that you're trying to tailor it to the interests of the subscriber. So that could be like using the first name uh, merge tag in your subject line or in your body just using something to kind of show that this is, you know, you're not sending 50,000 of the same exact email to Gmail addresses. The other thing, interestingly enough, is that sometimes campaigns that have too many images, like if it's too image heavy, they load slowly 
And so that's that can be another signal to stay away from. Obviously, we all like beautiful looking images, but you know, I would I'd keep email body size from 15 to 100 kilobytes. And you know, if you're gonna send an email with tons and tons of images, you know, maybe re- rethink that. Think about splitting it up into multiple campaigns, adding more text in between it, and cutting down the number of images. Honestly, even plain text emails or emails that don't have a ton of images perform really, really well, especially if they're coming from the founder. Let's see, what else is on my list here? I think that's good. That's good. So just to recap, I think we covered a good amount of ground here. So the first is just absolutely make sure you're sending from a custom sending domain that's not the generic one provided by your your email provider. Go through your list twice, maybe four times a year. Clean it up, right? Get rid of all the engaged, unengaged subscribers. You'll be paying less and you'll get better engagement. Three, make sure that your unsubscribe button is really easy to find. Think about like Gmail and all that. They scan these emails and they look for that stuff because uh, it's an important part of, of doing uh, email marketing appropriately. Personalize your emails and make sure they're not too image heavy. So some really good tips here today. Hopefully that gives you a couple ideas on, on how to tweak things heading into your next. And remember, you know, you're going to land in spam. There's no way to be perfect, but hopefully these tips can give you a, a head start on how to tweak things moving forward.